NFL experience? Then this is the show for you. This is Up On Game with LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plaxico Burris. Did you hear that? LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, Plaxico Burris? It's a show with three of the best to ever do it on and off the field. Live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. And now, here's Pro Bowlers LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion Plaxico Burris. All right, welcome in. Welcome in to Hour 2. Hey, listen, if you were listening first hour, we appreciate you. Hold steady with us. I know we got quite a few P1s with us. Stay with us. I love that. Uh, if you're just now coming in, you're just now tuning in, we appreciate you tuning in and listening and taking our listen. Hey, hey, TJ, we're doing it without Plex today. Shouts out to Plex. Uh, happy birthday to the missus. Uh, one of the coolest things from hour one was we took a caller on a caller topic and he had no idea who the host of the show was just felt like it was an entertaining show and it was an entertaining topic. that was crazy that's pretty cool right <laughs> yeah he was like i don't even know who i'm talking to i just heard who the topic. are you yeah that was right. crazy i thought that was like the dopest compliment ever it means like you're not saying that we're good because well we played ball we're you just tune in and you liked good. what you heard and you were like i'm gonna listen oh i'm gonna call in i like this so yes very very uh, intriguing that he just so happened to turn the channel, hear what we were saying, liked what we were saying, and decided to call in. Call in, yeah, Sheesh. pretty cool. Okay, let's 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 get right back to it, guys. Before we went to the break and came into the second hour, we were talking about different matchups, intriguing matchups for the NBA playoffs. So let's just run down. Let's just go straight down the list and and give an opinion on it and and we'll just we'll keep it moving and then we'll move and transition into something different as we come down the home stretch of the show but let's start with philly and washington obviously philly's leading the lead the the series lead by two and and have uh obviously a handle on the series what's your take on on the possibilities of this one seems like it's an easy one for philly yeah it's over uh, i i would my estimation it's going to be four one or a sweep. Washington they they can't they can't compete with them. They they don't have the firepower to compete with Philly, especially if Westbrook is out with this ankle injury. They really don't have a chance. They barely have a chance with them in the game. And so yeah, Philly's going to win this one pretty easy. Get some rest. Embiid's looking pretty good. Looking pretty nimble. Uh, looking healthy and uh, a motivated. <laughs> motivated Embiid is going to be pretty pretty difficult to deal with so I'm with you on that I think it, I think it's possible they sweep them I don't even know that they get one I think they might be the first sweep of of the series um if Miami doesn't <laughs> prove me wrong in this game going on right now so let's go let's go to the next set uh the Knicks and the Hawks it's been, as you mentioned in the last last uh, segment, that this has been an entertaining, uh, entertaining at the least um, playoff game, playoff matchup. I like the matchup because it it has pit young stars against one another, and I said I like very much that that you know we're we're discovering that Trey Young isn't like this baby face little kid that just is out there and having fun and dri- like. The dude is a fierce competitor, man. 
You got to stop looking at him like he's this little kid that can dribble the ball like boy wonder and look at him as this is a grown man that's leading his team and leading his team well right now, TJ. Man, the Hawks are its just an entertaining series, man. It really is. And I, I like the Hawks in the series I did before it started. They just have more ways to beat you. The Knicks, if Julius Randle can't get off, they have a hard time. They play a lot, a lot. They do a lot of isolation. Get a ball to Julius Randle. Make a play for yourself or make a play for your teammate. And that's just not getting it done. The Hawks can really shoot. They have shooters when you do double Trey Young, but Trey Young's a really good passer. So if you look at last night, he had, I believe it was 15 assists, 14 assists, something like that. And so he can beat you getting buckets and he can get his teammates involved. Yeah, he accounted for 56 points. And so the Hawks are the better team, but just the fact that when they play in the Garden and when they play in Atlanta, man, the crowds are hype. And that's what I feel we missed, you know, because of COVID. Mm. That's interesting. Uh, I think Derrick Rose has got to – he's got to assert himself. Dude, what else can Derrick Rose do? He had 30, 30 – I believe he had 34 last night. What yeah, else can I, he do? I think he's. I think he has done well, but whatever that is, he has to do that extra, that <laughs> more is. He has to get guys like Julius Randle and, and other guys that, that are within the scenario, Todd's. Um, Gibson and those guys, he's got to get, he's got to get more out of them. I, I feel like the supporting cast, like with Capella and all of. Those I mean, you guys know what's crazy Atlanta. is Derrick Rose is the supporting cast at this point for New York, and he's actually doing the leading, and he's a he's supposed to be the supporting cast. Yeah, I agree. Coming off of the bench, I I agree with I agree with what you're saying, but I also believe that Derrick Rose is the one that has the experience in terms of knowing how to play at a high level in big games. And so to me, seeing the way he's performing, I think he's got to get some of the main guys to kind of subscribe and step up to what what the magnitude of this series represents. Otherwise, I think Trey Young's energy and how that, how that applies to the rest of the group um, being the catalyst of it, I think it's going to be too much. So, okay, so you picked Philly. You said you got Atlanta in this yeah, one? I got Atlanta. I got the Hawks. <sighs> I I think Randall and, and company start to apply themselves and assert themselves, and I, I'm i going to say that the Knicks are going to pull a surprising – you know, it's not surprising. It, it would be surprising now because they're down 2-1. But I think the Knicks may may bounce back and and pull through. The Knicks are good defensively with with Thibodeau as their head coach. You know they're going to be tough, hard nosed defensively. But you have to give up something. And a lot of teams nowadays they they pack in in the paint and they give you the three point shot. And they make and, them. And the Hawks are making them. They have shooters. And, and so unless the Hawks go cold, is I don't see it happening. All right. Well. I think that the Knicks may do it, so that's the first one that we've disagreed on. So it would be good for the for the NBA if if the Knicks. Well, it's advance. both two great markets, but obviously one is the mecca, and and the other is is you know it's just a great place to to be these days in terms of growth and and, and entertainment and all that stuff in Atlanta. So I think it's a win win, but definitely if the Knicks win, I mean it definitely makes for a a, a much more probably you know marketable game but just 
just being someone who's into basketball, I think the better matchup, me personally, I think the better matchup going into the next series would be the Knicks and the 76ers versus the the Knicks and Atlanta. But that's just me. I I don't know. I mean, I think that they both match up well with the Sixers. They say style makes fights. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Okay, let's move on. Milwaukee, Miami. We already know. I'm I'm 100 with Milwaukee here. It's probably over today. Um, they're playing. They're playing really well. I mean, I mean, what what else can you really say? You know what I mean? Like everybody's doing what they're supposed to do. Uh, Giannis is doing what he's supposed to do. Uh, the the supporting cast they're doing what they're supposed to do. Lopez has been a uh, a factor as a big man in the game. Does he have one of the funniest shots you've ever seen? By the way, I mean he, but he makes them. You know like what's he has crazy? The Lopez, shot. the Lopez twins, man. They they literally were post players, and because of the evolution of the game, okay, they just developed a three point shot. Like they came out of Stanford. As in the paint post players, Robin and Brooke Lopez, and the evolution of the game where we need the big man to shoot the three, they've evolved. And I'll be honest, right now you say Milwaukee's going to win, but the Miami Heat, they're not going to quit. They're, I, they might I don't, get swept today. They're not getting swept today. They might win two games. They're not going to get swept. They, the might, Mi- get, they might get the broomed Miami up Heat today. are a team that they fight to the end. They're not the – they're not front runners. They can get knocked down and still get up and feel like we got a chance at this. And, and so I actually like them to win a day. And mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they made it go six because that's just the type of team that they hard knows. They come Pat Riley, Eric Spolster, they're they going to compete to the end. I like the fact that Middleton is, is last year, obviously, it was put on him the weight of getting out of uh, getting deeper into the playoffs and that just didn't work out for him not with with a wounded Giannis but then you add Drew Holiday to this team and I think that that has been the single biggest difference in terms of the level of of depth um, that they have and just creating more of an issue for for opposing teams I think this is a very balanced well-rounded team um, with Drew Holiday being in the mix the way that he is and Singleton having the opportunity to just be who he is for – or excuse me, Middleton, not Singleton. Um, but but for Middleton to be who he is as as a scorer at times, as a defensive guy at times, as, as a facilitator at times, as just a role player at times, I think this Milwaukee team is probably – after now watching the playoffs, TJ, I think he is maybe that this team might be the most dangerous team in the East outside of obviously the given um, the Brooklyn Nets. But I, I, I look at Philly, and when I look at Philly, I'm like, man, if they were to run into Milwaukee, and and listen, Milwaukee will have to beat the Bucks, uh, uh, excuse me, the the Nets in order to play against uh the Sixers so whoever wins out of that would end up seeing the Sixers later on in the playoffs but if there is another team outside of the Brooklyn Nets that that you know to me comes out of the east and actually knocks off the Sixers and because I have the Sixers um going to to the to the dance um 
I think it would be I think it would be the Milwaukee Bucks today, and I would not have thought that going into the start of the playoffs. It Milwaukee is going to have to they're gonna have to win big games, big series before I start oh, anointing Milwaukee as a team to beat type of thing. Like they have good talent. They're dangerous, bro. Yeah, they but they were dangerous last year too, right? Yeah, they, but they, they, yeah, they were but dangerous the year before that too, truth, right? True. And, and so they have yet to be able to play consistent basketball when it matters. And this is the thing. They win this series. They're getting knocked out next series. They got to play the New Jersey, um, the Brooklyn Nets, bro. They're losing. Right. They're so losing. We, They're not so beating the Nets. Both, so we both have Milwaukee winning against Miami, right? Yeah, yeah. Even and though you, I think it's a sweep, you think that Miami fights Miami back. win today. But Milwaukee's losing. Now what? Oh, okay. man, another year of Giannis. You know, he can't even – he can't get to the finals. They're losing to the New Jersey Nets. Okay, so so here we go. Brooklyn Nets. Here we go. Damn, Brooklyn why do Nets I keep saying New Jersey? Be- because the Brooklyn I mean, Nets. Because it's been there yeah. for so long. All right, so so Boston gets a win. Tatum, like you said, put the team on his back. But this Brooklyn Nets team doesn't seem to be slowing down. That just seems more or less like one of those things where, okay, Boston pulled one out, but it's it's. I think we all know that it can't be sustainable. Oh I mean, yeah, Boston is under man, man. They can't. You you have three of probably the top twelve players in the NBA on one team. That's hard to deal with, man. Sure, that, that that's that's tough. That's that's you're really fighting uphill. Tatum is giving you all he can. Kimball Walker is gonna have to live up to his contract and start to play a little better. Marcus Smart, Marcus can do Smart more. can do. They need everybody to do to more do because more. Tatum yeah. cannot do it by himself. And, and but even if everybody does more, that still ain't going to be enough. That's not enough, man. You yeah. you got Durant, Harden, and Kyrie Irving. And Kyrie, and Kyrie Irving's their third best player. That says a lot. <laughs> That's a lot. When how he's about your Blake third Griffin best. and the way he's been playing? <laughs> man, he's rejuvenized, man. How he, about that? Yeah, he he had he, he had like one dunk before he got to the to the Nets. And now he, he dunking on people's necks right now. Like it's that the, energy, the, the, the that's that energy way. of the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you got the Celtics winning. Uh, excuse me, I you got, got the Brooklyn. Nets winning this yes, one. Obviously, I have Brooklyn winning. Okay, so before we go to break, because we're about to wrap on this this segment and come back and go out west. But so we both got the Sixers. You got the Hawks. I got the Knicks. We both got Milwaukee, but you think that Miami makes it makes it ugly before they get up out of there. Yeah. We got Brooklyn, and we got Boston, and, and we both had Brooklyn winning that series. So so there it is. That That's our East. That's our East setup. And, uh, yeah, I mean, now you can take our take our thoughts on, on this, this Eastern side of, uh, of the bracket and you know, look at and compare and contrast and maybe Come adjust along it down, you know? and ride. Yeah. I mean, ride, slide, well, slip the side. Yeah. I'll tell you what makes Ooh. that relevant is that after this break, we're going to come out west and we're going to talk about it. That's Coolio that you're listening to. And, oh, yeah, you know, his hair isn't as cool as T.J. Hushmanzada's. Oh, and that's why he's on this show. And that's why I'm on the show with him. It's up on game. Plex is taking a breather today. Uh you know, 
birthday birthday vibe over there. And LeVar so going to be rolling in his 6'5 in Paula when we leave the show. Yeah, wow. That's what we're going to do. You're listening to Up On Game. This is Fox Sports Radio. We'll be right back. Okay, 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 okay. Back to Up On Game. Listen, we're talking NBA playoffs. We just finished talking about the Eastern bracket of the teams. And now I'm, I'm now we're going to transition over into the west side of things and see see what we got coming out of these series. So let's start with my team, Mr. Hushmanzada, uh, Utah and, and Memphis. Now they're tied at one one, and we'll know something more uh, very soon here. So what uh, what exactly do you think is going uh, to play? I mean, th- this series is competitive. Yes, it is. But it got it turned into a competitive series when our boy came up out of the garage and, and well, put his foot on the pedal. They should have let him play game one. It, it's they really should've. I mean, Utah had the best record for a reason. And, and so although I think Memphis will continue to be competitive, it's hard to go against the Utah Jazz and like I they had the best record. They shoot the three ball very well. They play defense. And they have a player that if you need a bucket and Donovan Mitchell, if he's healthy, he can go get you a bucket. And so I'm going to go with the Utah Jazz to win this series. Mm. Okay. Well, here's the thing I'll say about the Utah Jazz. Rudy Gobert doesn't get the props that he's deserving of. He's been playing excellent defense, being a shot blocker, protecting the rim. He's also been – a very active person on the offensive side of the court, which I really like quite a bit. The one name that really pops up that says can be a real difference maker as long as Donovan is healthy and he's out there is Mike Conley. We don't talk enough about the impact that Michael Conley has on games, but we should. And the reason being is is that the the ability to shoot the long ball his quickness and his ability to penetrate and and pierce a defense really makes it easier and creates spacing for guys like Gobert and 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 even you know Donovan doesn't really need to have somebody facilitate for him so much but I do believe that having Mike Connolly be a part of what's going on really really you know makes it better brings a tremendous value to what Donovan Mitchell is able to bring to to the game so I like I like Utah, and I, I, I've made it known. I think that Utah can make it out of this series. I don't have Utah going to the the, the finals. I, oh I wait, 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 wait! You had Utah going to the finals? No, no, no. I, when I made when I made my picks, I put the Clippers and I put the Seventy Sixers as oh, as oh, my oh. choices. So I, I do believe, however, that Utah will go pretty far. I do. I, I they get yeah, out of they'll this go, series. They'll go pretty far to yeah, the second to, round to, and lose to the Clippers. That's that's what I'm thinking. So that's you know it is what it is, and 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 that's my you know that's my my assessment on that game. Let's let's go to speaking of the Clippers. Let's jump into the Clippers in Dallas. Who I mean, now it's a series, and obviously you know who I think comes out of it. But again, what's what's your take on it? I, I like the Dallas Mavericks. As long as they can continue to knock down shots at the clip, they're knocking them down. And I don't see why they wouldn't as they are wide open shots. Mm-hmm. I, I like them. And, and Paul George, is he's had a really good series. Kawhi's had a really good series. 
and they're down two to one, and both of those guys have played well in every game. And you go look at game one, they weren't good down the stretch in the fourth quarter, but they've played well. It's something about this matchup that they just, Dallas understands how to play against the Clippers. And, and so for me, I'm going to take the Dallas Mavericks. And if the Dallas Mavericks wins this series, the Utah Jazz will beat the Dallas Mavericks. But if the Clippers win this series, the Clippers will beat the Utah Jazz. Matchups. Yes. I like what you're saying. I think Luka dealing with that that arm injury could play a part. But, again, I'm going to go back to experience. I think the lack of experience that Dallas has, they needed to put them away last night. They had them where they wanted them in the first quarter of this game. You watched the Clippers climb back, claw back, scratch their way back into the game and take the game. Now you go from a a series that really could have turned into a messy, ugly series where it's 3-0 and they're facing a sweep and won't come back from being down 3-0 to now you've given them life, right? And you have experience as a player coach uh, in, 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 in who they have, right? And, and obviously uh, being being led by – come on, who, who Tyrone Ty Lue. Lue. Jeez, he, I mean, he won, but it, won the championship it, it and him, he coached as a championship. But Ty Lue, like, did they really make adjustments? Or, I mean, you look game one and two. It looked screen, like Kawhi we're gonna, we're gonna, was much more. I think Kawhi, whatever the adjustments that were made. Kawhi I think and Paul it, George wanted to guard Luka more. But, like, really, you, you just look at game two. Okay, who who's uh, Pat Bev guarding? Okay, I want this screen. I want Pat Bev switch. Like, are you literally just going to let them do this time and time again down the yep. floor? Like, what? I agree. I agree. But I think that the adjustments have taken place. And it and, was still – and they were still down 19 after the first quarter. It's just once – or in the first quarter, it was just once Luka went to the bench, <laughs> they couldn't hold it. That's correct. And and that could be a problem. And here's another thing to think about. I think Rondo is going to be the X factor moving forward. I think he has to be more – aggressive in how he's facilitating and that will play a major part because I think uh, a Raja Rondo who is able to penetrate like I was talking about earlier with Mike Conley those type of guys that have the vision for the court and are able to get in inside and penetrate a defense make it very difficult for defenses to be able to do what it is that they do best so I think he's going to be a major part of this another thing I really like about this series is it's chippy. You know, they don't they don't like each it, other. It should be because the Clippers feel like they're the better team and they're losing. But I, you you got to give Rick Carlisle a ton of credit, man. The, Absolutely. The spacing that Dallas has, that they have on the offensive end, when their spacing is so great. That's why guys are getting wide open shots. It's the mm-hmm. spacing that they have and the understanding of, okay, let's cut here. We're going to stay here. They cannot get back to a shooter because of the spacing. that That's fantastic. As long as they can knock down shots, uh, the Clippers going to be in trouble. I, I understand where you're coming from, but I I think that it's it's – I think it's irresponsible for everybody to be running off at the mouth saying that Luka is the best player in this in this. Well, wait, this why is this it irresponsible? Has he not shown I think, that? Thus I think far. it's irresponsible Th- because thus, – Thus far. Thus Kawhi, far. Kawhi Leonard was just being compared to being the the best 
basketball player in the world, even over LeBron they, James. They messed, not even, they, they not met, even a year and a half or two years ago. Somebody messed that up. All I'm saying is all you can go off of is when they're on the court together, has he not shown that he – He has played better. Yes, he has played better than, than and, his, his counterparts. But to say, to say he is the best in the series – I think it's debatable. But this I is think the thing, debatable. though. You're saying he's played better, and he's playing against, in everybody else's words, a better defense than what Kawhi and Paul George is playing against. Well, think about fair. that. Think about that. But he's going against a better defense than what Kawhi and Paul George, and he's eating but, them for lunch. But, but if if the if the Clippers, the L.A. Clippers, figure out the defense of the Mavericks and that lack of experience that the Mavericks have being in this position. I do think that it and, plays and, a major hey, part in the outcome of this series. The lack of experience, the Clippers don't have any experience in this as well. They have enough. Kawhi has experience. That's enough. Uh, Paul, Paul the, George has deep, deep playoff uh, he's never been to resume. the. He's never been, he's to, never the been finals. to the finals, but he's made deep runs when he was in Indiana. And so there's, there's, I mean, there and there are other guys. Rondo has experience. There's experience on that team, and and I think that that experience, especially at the head coach's position, understanding what needs to take place, the level of of chippiness that took place during the course of that game last night. I think really sets a different tone. Now, does that tone set it up for Dallas to come out and be more aggressive and 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 give no you know what's going into the game, or does that give the Clippers, you know, the the type of momentum that they need? I don't know, but I do. I will say this: we're going to get a trending from David Gascon before we. Hey, finish Josh, we're gonna get we're gonna get you on the line too, Josh. Hold on, brother. I think the requirement, right, is Josh can't get on the air unless he's got a cornhole custom made for TJ, right? Hey, yeah, make sure he has that cornhole. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, let's start things off in the NBA. Fellas are at the break right now. Miami leading Milwaukee 64-57. Milwaukee's shooting a little bit better now, 41% from the field, but they're not getting any stops. Heat right now, 53% from outside. They have four players right now in double-digit scoring. Jimmy Butler's got 10 of his own. Three of eight from the field, but four of four from the charity stripe. Not the only game right now. You got Denver and Portland later on today. Philadelphia, Washington, Utah, Memphis later on tonight. Speaking of the Jazz, they lost one of their own as Mark Eaton passes away at the age of 64. He was involved in a bike accident. Meanwhile, Major League Baseball, Phillies just caught the Rays. Tied up at 2-2. Pirates 7-0 over the Rockies in game one of a doubleheader. It's in the seventh inning as we speak. Trevor Story has been placed on the injured list with elbow inflammation. Brewers right now in D.C. leading the Nationals 2-0. Orioles and White Sox 1-1 is the score. Gentlemen, back to you guys. All right. Wonderful. Thank you. Uh, So as we continue the conversation of the playoff brackets, and we're in the West right now, and we're debating the Clippers and the Mavs, we did not finish out what the Clippers and the Mavs will do. So, obviously, you believe that it's a wrap because Dallas has the best player on the court and can shoot and will close them out. Is that what, what, what you're Yeah, I, I believe the Dallas Mavericks, if Luka does not suffer an injury, they'll win this series. Hmm. Well, I'm taking the Clips. Obviously, and I think that last night was the determining game. That was the swing game. What? The they had to win last the, night. They go down 3-0. <laughs> okay. And, and, and having to do something 
and not being able to do it says that you can't get it done. I mean, they're a good team. I'm not going to take nothing. Paul George and Kawhi can go. Uh, Marcus Morris can play. They they have a good team. They they they're not a team Marcus of Marcus Morris got it going last night. Yeah, he in can the play when he needed to yeah, get it going. Yeah, he he can play. I just think I just think a few things happened last night that if you were paying attention to it, it was a shift. Dude, you know what's so crazy? Think about this: the Dallas Mavericks gave Chris Stapps Borzingas a max extension. Man, this dude is on the back of a milk carton, bro. Yeah, like well, and I you mean, would think. This dude is dude. You the biggest dude on the court, and getting the on, paint. He on the perimeter. Like I'm sitting there. If Luca could do this, if Luca can do that, if Luca can, Porzingis help your man out. Yeah, help him out. You find this man. Hey, if he could help him out, this Dallas easy. Like, come on, bro. You seven foot four, and you around a three point line like you six two. Yes. Get in the paint, grab some rebounds, and dunk the ball. But there's something to that. I think there's something to that, and I think you got to pay attention to the fact that all of the pressure has been put on on Luca, right? It's all been put on him. We're not we're not looking at other guys and saying, okay, there's. I mean, I just don't see if Luca is a little sore and isn't up to snuff. And and these guys have in their minds figured out that Rondo has to push the pace. They got to play. They got to play in a different, like a more small ball type of pace with 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 the Dallas Mavericks. I just think that that's a there's a difference that took place last night, and that's going to be the reason why. Like, okay, we got to play defense. Kawhi has to play play a little confident, a more little more confident, and so does Paul George. These guys come in after getting a, a victory where they had to come back, they proved to themselves that they could basically take the best punch of the Dallas Mavericks, bounce back, and still win the game. To me, when you have that type of experience and that type of assortment of collection of players on one team, and, and I haven't mentioned Pat Beverly very much, he needs to be vintage Pat Beverly. What's vintage he, Pat Beverly? Uh, a a problem on defense. But when he's switching on Luka, he's just not big enough, bro. He just doesn't have the size. Like, he's not well, big enough. He the, can't be vintage Pat Beverly going against Luka Doncic. He, he can't. He doesn't have the size. He, like that's like done it against hey, LeBron. He's hey, done it against guys. Hey, that's, he has hey, to figure hey, it hey, out. TJ, I need you to get in the uh, backfield and block LeVar Arrington on the blitz. All right, coach, I got you. That's not true. Yeah, exactly. That would be like that would exactly. be like them. That would be like them saying, "Hey, TJ, we need you to come and crack on Levar Arrington." Oh, I could do a, that and be annoying to Levar Arrington. I could and, do that. Hey, crack because you don't see me, but when you and, see me, it's like ah. Yeah, but, exactly. but again, you may not you may not completely stop me. But it may irritate me. It may make it may force me to think about something that I have to. Oh, overcome I'm not going on a crack play. I'm not letting you make about. that. You're not making that tackle. That's for sure. Okay, so but. there you go. I disagree with that. So, but that's the point, right? <laughs> the point is, and we never really went head to head. I don't think we ever even played against each other. So, I don't even think you ever understood the power that was coming <laughs> from your boy when I was out there on the field. But that's that's besides the point. The point is is that it still gives you something that you got to think about and it gives me something I got to think about. And I think that that's all a vintage Pat Beverly has to do 
and accomplish with with Luca. Hey, you if know he's what? Even you know what? Luka. You know what Luca think about when he see Pat Bev? The same way a lion look at a wildebeest in the wild. I'm about to eat. <laughs> I'm about to eat. This is food. Lunchtime, baby. That's, That's what funny. he think right now. Why oh, else would wow. he think any different? Luca oh, Don just seen gosh. Pat Beverly as that lion seeing that wildebeest. Like, yes, I'm about to eat today, baby. That's what he thinks. Other people are going to have to come to the table. Yes, for, yes. for the maps. To now get let, out of let's this let's get and to the let's get not, to the, the the real series, baby. Okay, come on. Well, let's keep going. So you got you got the Mavericks. In I got this the one. Mavs. Yeah, I got the Clippers clearly coming out of this one on my my end of it. So okay, here we go. Phoenix and L.A. I know that's the one oh, you want to talk LA, about. L.A. The seven seed. Uh, the Los Angeles Lakers will win this series. Uh, four one. I I don't believe Phoenix will win another game. Chris Paul. You is, watched your fearless leader crumble and fall. Chris Paul has improved every team he's been on his entire career. Out. And he's been hurt a lot in the playoffs. Houston, hamstring, he's been hurt. And so he does not, and Plex, me and Plex was texting back and forth with this, so I'm going to bring you in, Plexico, on this. Chris Paul didn't want to come out of the game because of his reputation for always being hurt, so he was trying to tough it out. But he was actually hurting the team. And, and so the leg, if, if AD can play like this, oh, they don't have a chance, man. We're I not agree. even we're not even knocking down shots. And we're no, winning. On that one. And we're winning. And so, yeah, we're gonna win this one four one. I, I don't believe they get another game out of it. Yeah, I, I mean, it doesn't look good. It, it and and listen, I love the way uh Devin Booker is playing. I, I think he created he's a star, but I think that he's really put people on notice that he is like he really is a superstar. Yeah, Devin Booker just can't be pushing guys in the back when they jump trying to hurt people. Okay. I mean, I I get that you're a tad bit biased and, and really, really emotionally connected to the vibe <laughs> of this game. I understand that. Devin Booker's a dog. I always knew he was a dog, but in this series I realize he's more of a dog than That was I a dirty dog right thought. there, that play shooter in the air and you gonna push him. What if he hurts himself, it's like, ah, oh, I didn't try to hurt him. Well, he probably Bad didn't dog. try to hurt him. I mean, he was, was just, mad. You know, I get it. You, you know. you're, you're upset. I get that. But, you know, let's play hard, but let's keep it clean. I get it, man. I get it. Hey, I Josh, I promise, bro, the next break, we're going to get you in. I promise. <gasps> I'm sorry, Josh. Josh, we're getting you on the next one, Josh. I promise. As soon as we come back, we're going straight <laughs> to you, Josh. <laughs> we still got Denver and Portland to break yeah. down. We're coming down the home stretch of it. We're going to put it to bed, and then we're going to all go have a great day and watch our – Playoff games play out and see who's right and who's wrong. You're listening to Up On Game. I'm LeVar Arrington. That's TJ Hushmanzada. Plexico Burris is partying somewhere uh, with some Speedos on and, and some um, water shoes. Um, uh, playoffs? Yeah, yeah, I know. Hey, it. Speedos know. And, and baby oil all on his chest. Ugh, hey, baby, ugh. put this baby oil on me. Ooh. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> ooh. All right, we're going to finish up strong. We're coming back. Fox Sports Radio, Up On Game. We'll be right back, y'all. What's up, everyone? It's me, three-time NFL All-Pro Sean Marion, and I have a new sports podcast called the Lights Out Podcast with Sean Marion. This podcast is special to me as I get a chance to talk to some of the best who've ever done it on the field or the track. So whether it's talking to a Super Bowl champion or a NASCAR Cup Series champion, the Lights Out Podcast will bring it to you the only way I know how to. I'm giving you the best insight from the best who's ever done it. Listen to Lights Out with Sean Merriman on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you can get your podcast. Welcome back into the show. Listen, we're coming down. 
the home stretch of this show, we've been talking NBA playoffs. Me and uh, TJ, I'm about to say Plex. Plex is taking the day off. He's partying somewhere, and we support that. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been a great show. If you missed any of it, if our thoughts on the playoffs, our thoughts. We started the show off with uh, the Kwame Brown uh, saga, we'll call it. I mean, it's a, he's taken fire at so many people. But you know what? So many people have taken fire at him. Uh, Stephen A. Stack, uh, Matt Barnes, uh, Agent Zero, uh, Gilbert Arenas. Uh, you know, he decided to fire back, and now it's become a topic that everybody's discussing. We touched on that. We have touched on the NBA playoffs and what we think is going to take place in this first round of the playoffs. So if you missed any of that, make sure you go check it out and subscribe to the podcast. Tell a friend. Leave a star rating. Leave a comment or two. Say something nice. If you say something mean, we'll take that too. But it would be nicer if you said something nice. Uh, okay. Let's 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 kind of let's 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 wrap this thing up. So we didn't pick who we believe is going to win the series, but I think we all agree that the Lakers will wrap this series up after seeing uh, the way that they have adjusted and adapted that game one. I don't know about you, TJ, but I was interested to see how it would unfold because, well, Quite frankly, Phoenix was the better team in game one, but since... They were, but if, yeah. you, if you really look at the game one, just really look at game one, they won by nine points. AD yeah. played terrible. They won by nine points, and he didn't play well. So you figure if AD plays an AD type of game, we're going to win. In the last two games, he's played an AD we, type we, of game. It's and the Lakers. One. It's, it's the a Lakers. it's a habit. I don't even think about it. It's a it's habit. The Lakers. You sound but, like a Dallas fan. But but you Go get ahead. where I'm going. Like, oh, they won game one. Yeah, by nine points, and Anthony Davis played terrible. When he plays his game, that's what happens. Game two and three. Okay, so we got the Lakers. We got the Lakers both coming out of that series let's go let's finish up because i got one quick question to ask you before we finish up and wrap the show who wins the denver denver portland that's a very competitive series almost like the knicks and the hawks it is it's if me being a laker fan i i don't know who you would want to win portland would probably give us more problems I believe we match up better with Denver as we have guys that can match up with Jokic from a strength size. But Denver has that size of Michael Porter, Aaron Gordon. But with Jamal Murray out, your second best player out, I don't care who you are. It's it's tough to advance and move on in the playoffs when your second best player isn't going to be available. And so for me, I I look at it and say – I can see this series going either way, but I'm not going to straddle the fence. I'll, I'll pick Denver just because I don't know how consistently the Portland Trail that they're a perimeter team. How consistently can they knock shots down game in and game out? Mm-hmm. I think Denver's going to get it too. And and so before we get out of here, just tell me out of all the games that we just broke down, which was all of them first round. Who's who has the most on the line? Like who who stands to be a bigger name coming out of this, or who stands to be, uh, you know, the heel of the jokes 
if they don't get out of this first round? Well, I, I believe – well, the hill of the jokes 100% will be the uh, Los Angeles Clippers. Mm-hmm. And Trey mm-hmm. Young has the most of the game. People forget Trey Young was traded for Luka Doncic when they were drafted. Mm-hmm. And, and so the Atlanta Hawks could have had Luka Doncic. They trade – so if, if Trey, Trey Young is able to beat the New York Knicks and, and play well in the second round, you can, in essence, a star is born. He's averaging 28 and 10, shooting 48%. That's really good. And, and so Trey Young has a chance to – basically welcome himself to the NBA on the big stage and the Clippers, if they lose, uh, they look like the fools. Hmm. I think Dame Lillard, I think he has a lot to, to, to lose and to gain if they don't win this. And, and as far as Embiid, I think Embiid needs to do something. But, but the biggest name, the biggest name, I think, is going to be Giannis. I think Giannis has to do more. I think he has the most to lose in this year's uh, playoffs. You've been listening to Up On Game. This is Fox Sports Radio. My man Steve Hartman is coming up next. We'll check you out next week.